Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Recruitment Website Show with me, Mark Wilkinson. And me, Keith Devon. How are you doing today, Mark? I am not so bad, actually, yes. Um, had some. I had a good call this morning, which was exciting, wasn't it? It was good. Uh, a good potential yes. client call, which was good, so that was good. And uh, got a few a few things tied off. I know last week was a real like, bitty week, so it's been a, um, been a bit better this week, which is good. All right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Similar, yeah. Loads, loads going on these days at work and home. So yeah, quite, yep. quite tired. Uh, busy, busy. As you can see from the bags, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, generally good. And yeah, great, really positive, really positive call, like you mentioned this morning. Good, so, good. Yeah, feeling good. So today's show, we are going to be discussing high performance job pages, essential or the essential elements. And essentially, what we mean by that is. Uh, your website, your recruitment website is likely to have some job pages. And by job pages, we mean the pages that outline a specific role that is telling people what that role is and therefore allowing them apply for applying to that role. So what is it about those pages that, um, what elements do you need to place on those pages that will get the best out of them uh, and give you the best bang for your book, get the most candidates applying, quality candidates, and so forth. So that's today's topic. Um, yeah. Now, just before we start that, if you are new here, then welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. We are a podcast on Apple and Spotify. We are live currently on LinkedIn and YouTube. Uh, so if you are on YouTube, um, I don't know whether you are on LinkedIn, I guess you can like this video if you are enjoying the content. Do consider subscribing to the YouTube channel. And if you want to get notified every week when we release a new episode, which is usually on Wednesday at half past one, then please consider hitting the notification bell. So let's get cracking then, Keith, with high performance yeah. job pages. How? What do we need to include? Well, good question. So there's a lot, isn't there? Um, you you published uh, a blog post about this uh, on the High Rise Digital blog, um, highrise.digital forward slash blog. Um, if anyone wants to go and look at it, uh, and you came up with quite a few uh, different, um, yeah. what you've called essential elements. Uh, I came up with seventeen in total, um, yeah. and I think they are definitely things that you should consider adding to your job pages uh, yeah. that will will help them. Um, and I think today we're going to cover like our best five uh, of the, those. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you want to look at all of those examples of things you should perhaps consider putting onto those job pages, then do go and look at the blog post. You'll find it, as I said, on the blog. I will link it in the description or the show notes or whatever platform you're looking yeah. at. It'll be kind of down below this video. Um, yeah, so so like, do have a look like at you that. Said, you distilled those 17 down into, into five, and the, the fives that we've kind of come up with that we'll discuss today are uh, salary information, consultant information, uh, highlighting remote jobs, um, similar uh, similar rules and related contents. I could argue they're two different things, but they're kind of linked as well. Yeah. Um, and this, the, the last one, I think, is potentially the most interesting because it's the one that I think we see least often, and that is an easy way for candidates to ask questions. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that. Who knows? We might throw in a couple of extra bonus ones. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how we get on with with those top five first. So yep. salary information, Mark, sounds sounds obvious. Um, it does. Why is it on the list? Um, so why is it on the list? Because 
so many job adverts that you see don't include specific enough salary information. They would add, uh, you know, like to be discussed or uh, competitive or, you know, something along those lines. And it is, well, proven maybe the wrong word, but it is definitely clear evidence to suggest that if you add a salary to your jobs, then it's going to be it's going to be better to attract the candidates for it. So there's obviously you can add a specific salary if there is one, um, but even if you can't add that, adding a salary range is mm-hmm. is definitely going to help. So putting you yeah. know, between X and Y salary is going to help. And there's there's a few reasons for that. So obviously. <laughs> You've looked for jobs. I've looked for jobs. People listening are going to look for jobs. And you want to know the salary. You, you, everybody does. They might say they don't, but they do. And you want to know what that job is. You know, is that job right for me? So it's going to help you attract the right candidates. So you, you probably don't want people applying because it's kind of wasting everybody's time if your salary, yeah. if their expectations of salary is much higher or even if it's much lower because yeah. you've got – Every job has kind of a range of salary. So why not just tell them what that range is? And then you're going to get the right candidates for that role. So it gets the right candidates in. It helps kind of reduce wasted admin time because, like I yeah. said, you don't have to mess around with all the candidates that are not really suitable because they're maybe too low or the candidates that are really not suitable because they're in too high a salary bracket. It just gets the right bucket of candidates straight away. Um it also helps build trust. Like, why are you hiding the salary? Why are we not putting the salary on? Like, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like, Definitely ring, it would ring alarm bells for me. Yeah, you know, why aren't you yeah. telling me what the salary role is? Is that because you're going to give me a salary that's not representative in the industry? Or I, I don't know, but it just seems to build trust if you can say, look, this is the salary. This is what, what's what it is. Um, um, and then inevitably, even if you put a salary on then or a range of salary, there's always kind of a negotiation, isn't there, with a the salary? And therefore, it kind of um, is less time wasted on that negotiation because you've already got some parameters to work with. And the candidate yeah. knew that from day one when they saw the job. So there's some, there's some parameters to that as well. Um, so, yeah, salary, I think, is really important to add it to your jobs. Um, that In the blog post, I outlined so, uh, a quote from the UK Candidate Attraction Report, which it's, uh, highlights the same sort of thing. When salaries are not advertised, there's definitely a significant shift in the quality of candidates that that gets worse basically so definitely something that i would advise that you put on there um there 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 is like there are reasons aren't there why especially recruitment agencies don't put salaries on like i'm I'm assuming quite often they can't for some reason like do you think that's often the case that their kind of hands are tied and for some reason you know their client doesn't want that salary to be advertised um it could be the case that they can't do that, in which case, you know, I guess there's not much they can do, really. Um, but isn't it also the case, I would assume, that sometimes you're really just looking for the right person and the salary really is dependent on the person rather than the other way around. Um, so, like, you, you could just be like, we, we, we need someone for this role. We'll basically pay whatever. So, like, or not whatever, but like, we're pretty open to if if the person can prove value to the organization, then you know, this the salary could be way up here. Or if we can only get a person of this caliber, the salary will obviously be down here. So it'd be kind of hard to put a range on. But then I'd argue if salary isn't isn't a problem, 
why would you why would you hire the person down here if the yeah. person up there is much better and you can afford it? Hmm. Yeah, do, well, do, that, do you know I what I mean? And, yeah, that hire person might not exist. Is what I'm saying, or it might not right. be in the market at the moment. But yeah, I, I do I do get your point. Um, but I, yeah, I do um, think sometimes there's reasons why putting salaries on job ads is, is difficult. But I think if you can, that like you say, like the evidence is there to suggest that you you will get more applications and a higher quality of application. Yeah, and I think I said even if you can't put a range, put you know, I don't know, an expected salary or or a, or a starting from or you know that sort of thing so so you can get an idea like you said if there is no cap if there is like for the best person we're willing to pay a top book then even just putting a starting salary of you know mm. negotiations will start from i don't know something something yeah. on those lines just to give an indication of what this role is um i think is 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 important it yeah. also helps if you have salary information stored with your jobs for searching purposes because it means you can actually include a salary in your search um, so that candidates can actually sift out all the jobs that are not within their salary range that they want to want uh, to get mm-hmm. for a job. So on that search page, you can allow candidates to search for jobs by salary. If you're not actually storing that information, then you can't. And that is also true of Google for Jobs, obviously, or other, you know, other job Absolutely. boards. So if, yes. if, if your site is, or your jobs on your site are being scraped or pushed out to other job boards and they don't, they don't have salary. They're not going to have salary there either. And like you say, they're going to fall short in those salary-based searches. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. That's a good yep. point. And just before we finish on salary, I think obviously don't hide it away on the page. I think uh, we mentioned in the blog post about some of the ways in which you can present this information, like a summary information, at a glance information about this job. You should probably just go straight in there, like with the job industry that it's in, the job title, the salary information, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So it's just easy to see, easy to find mm-hmm. that piece of information on on the page itself. So yeah, yeah. that's um, salary. Definitely include it if you can, for sure. Yeah. So next, the next one that that we pulled into our list, um, our top five was consultant information. So this is one I guess that I don't know what your gut feel is, but do you see this on like? 25% of sites or something, or even potentially less. Like we, we, we've seen it, we've seen it around a lot, yeah. but it's basically hey, where I'm seeing it a little bit more than I used to see yeah. definitely on sites. And and a lot of sites do present uh, consultant information in some form or another. So some don't do it. They just don't even tell you who is the consultant for this role. Some just yeah. give the name, which is not really of any benefit to be honest. Apart from the fact that the candidate might be able to say, "Oh, I've seen you know, ring up and I've seen the job on the website. It's such and such a body's job. Maybe yeah. that will help." Um, but I think the best thing to to do is like is is a whole sort of like profile of the consultant on the side. Mm-hmm. So picture is great because you know picture, name, job title, what they what, what sort of roles they consult for, even contact information, LinkedIn links. Uh, if you can, emails and phone numbers just so that people can get in touch. That's what kind of comes on to one of our other points in a, bit, in a minute, of course. But like recruitment is kind of like a people business. It's people, you know, placing people and it's about relationships with people. And I think mm-hmm. it just builds a bit of trust. Like, you know, there's a face to this job straight away when you land on the page. If you If you apply for this job, you know who you're going to be dealing with. If you inquire about the job, you know who you're going to be dealing with. And I just think it's a nice touch. 
to be able to put a face to a job for sure. I can, yeah, I completely, I completely agree, and I don't think that can be overstated. I think in, yeah. in the kind of digital world that we live in, and especially like a post-COVID world yeah. where you know in-person interactions are, are fewer than they were, like just that human touch, that like just <laughs> seeing a face, you know, like the the number of excuse the pun faceless interfaces that we yeah that we deal with like on a day-to-day basis just that little this is a, there is a real person somewhere behind this whole process and yep. you can reach them here and they've got a friendly face i just think i just think it's really really powerful um yeah. and, it, and I agree. like yeah and a pretty easy thing you know to add to a website really and, and not actually not just on the on these pages i mean we're talking specifically about job pages today but you know, having people on your website, your team on your website, letting people know who is behind the the company and and so mm. forth, it's just it's really important. You know, if you have a my team page and, and introduce the team and who are they and what Definitely. do they do, etc., with a little bio, and then obviously from this page you can link to those pages as well. So you know, go and find out more about such a body who's in charge of this job. I think that's just a really nice touch to do. Um, yeah, and there's uh, there's yeah there's there's all manner of sort of things we could talk about in terms of images on recruitment websites maybe that's a topic for a future um future show actually yeah but yeah definitely consultant information really important i think just gives that uh, friendly face to the job and uh, gives it more of a personal touch yeah absolutely next one is highlight remote jobs so what do you mean by that mark well in this day and age i think since since well, there's two reasons, really. Like one, we're in a candidate shortage market. There's just not enough candidates for jobs, is there? So mm-hmm. um, you you need to be trying to encourage people to apply. One of those is that people can work from home. Obviously, is, is a method of doing that. And then the other mm-hmm. thing is obviously post COVID, uh, post the pandemic, people kind of expect to work at least a portion of the role at home or, or remotely rather than going into an mm-hmm. office. So actively candidates are going to be looking for those roles. So yeah. make it easy for them to find them, essentially. Yeah. Um, and make it obvious where a role is or is not remote. And again, it's all about trying to attract the better quality candidates that you want for the role. If it is a remote role and a, and a candidate is looking for that, then they're the sort of candidate that you're going to want. So I would definitely be looking at highlighting remote roles, whether it's in that at-a-glance section that I mentioned before where you put in salary information. But it should be fairly obvious when a user finds a role on your website, whether that's in your job listings or job search page where you could highlight them there. We worked on a site recently where we had like a toggle switch at the top yeah. of the search page and they could literally just switch on and off remote roles so that they knew all of the results that they were seeing were remote only or i don't know did we do remote only or hybrid i can't remember it was either one or the other but certainly yeah, a part of the job was was remote wasn't it um, yeah. to do that um and then somewhere on the job page again and this gets kind of into design i suppose doesn't it as to how you actually design what a remote role looks like there's loads of ways you could do it uh, you could have little badges. You could have color schemes that, for remote roles. So it's obvious, you know, when you're looking at a different type of color, you're looking at remote. There's, there's loads of design techniques you could use to highlight remote roles. Mm. But I do think it's important, particularly in this day and age, that um, that, that roles are, are highlighted when they are remote. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of all about reducing the the kind of friction um, for a candidate. You know, you might have a job 
And if it is, if it if it's remote, but it's not obvious, you know, the yeah. candidate's going to be like, oh, I don't know, like it sounds like a good role, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it. So, like, do they put the effort in to fill out that application form and follow up and everything? So it's yeah. just like if you just make this like so simple and obvious, like a no-brainer. It's like okay, that question's been answered. That question's been answered. Salary looks good. Working arrangements good. You know, benefits are good. Whatever you know, the job yeah. rules. You know. The, is right for me. It just you just want to remove, just make it easy, easy for the candidates to decide whether this is the right role for them or not. And that, yeah, like you say, like these days, remote work is just so so important. So uh, sure. it makes a lot of sense to make that make that obvious. Definitely, I think even even things like Google for Jobs have have had to introduce rem- mm-hmm. a way of marking jobs as remote in their systems as well because they know how important that is now. Um, we've got the, I think it's job type telecommute, isn't it now? Rather yeah. than, uh, and then that sets the job so you don't need a, a location. So I think we talked about that last week, didn't we? When we were talking about uh, yeah. structured data. Um, so it's, it's important for them. So it's probably important for, for your site to be doing the same sorts of things so that the candidates can really sort of uh, drill down into just finding those remote roles and making it obvious. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. The next number four on our list. Um, it's kind of like related content and we've kind of got two types and one is like related jobs and one is kind of maybe related like blog content or pages or guides or reports. So something that, you know, a candidate might want to, to read that's relevant. Um, you don't see this a lot, especially the latter, uh, you know, the kind of the readable content. You, I have seen related jobs occasionally and i mean that makes sense um i wonder why yeah, I, think, I wonder why we don't see that kind of stuff so so often i think related jobs is fairly obvious isn't it like yeah a candidate are they going to land on the perfect job for them first time probably not but they're probably gonna be in the right sector or job title or job type mm. sort of area so it probably makes sense you know, you've read this role, you're not sure. Well, here's some other roles that you might want to look at rather than them just disappearing back to search or disappearing off the site completely. You know, as we said before, make it easy for them. So presenting those additional roles, some sites do it down the side of the screen, some types do it at the bottom, um, various ways. Again, kind of how you design that, but definitely showing them related similar roles Technically, how you do that, there's there's several ways. It could be like a keyword query. It could be other jobs that are in the same industry or sector. Um, another way of doing it is other jobs by this consultant. So this job has a consultant. We've said, you know, put the consultant details on. And actually, that consultant might have other roles. Not always, but consultants tend to work on, uh, on recruiting similar specific sectors or roles. And therefore, other jobs by that consultant may well be relevant. And you could actually do it that way as well. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely put those on. Yeah, related content. Um, I don't see a lot of this done, um, but why not present the candidate with some useful resources that they might find useful? Again, it's all about mm-hmm. encouraging them to apply with you, encouraging them to sign up with you, encouraging them to register stuff with you. If you can show your expertise, if you can show you know, your knowledge and that you'll guide them through this process, then they're more likely to do that. One way of doing that is providing them with some valuable content um, beneath the job, which might be of use to them. And again, that content could be 
related to the job title, for example. You could run a query on your yeah. blog post. Is there anything that's related to the job title of this or in that sector or something like that? Yeah. Um, just kind of makes sense. Keep them on your site, keep keep them interested and provide them with valuable information. Just makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I fully agree. I do wonder, just playing devil's advocate on that point, did you know the way like in, in an e-commerce uh, situation, yeah, the general like guidelines are, or even in a general marketing context, like once you're on a page where you want a user to take a particular action, you want to like get rid of distractions and other other potential kind of ways out of that page. Um, so you'll see this on like landing page, like marketing yeah, landing yeah. pages, sales pages, like they strip out the header and footer and everything. And, you know, on, on Amazon, if you're in your checkout or cart, I think like the top navigation disappears, the footer kind of disappears, everything gets stripped right back just to buy now. That's what they want you to do. I wonder if there's like, I haven't come across it, but any data around that in, in recruitment and like applying for jobs. Yeah, you know, do you, do you want to strip out all those potential other avenues to not apply for a job and just focus the, focus the candidate? Or is it a yeah. different kind of context? Um, well, I think you, you've clearly got a call to action that you want a candidate to take on a job page. That might be different for different recruitment agencies. It might be that you want them to fill in the apply button. It might be that you want them to contact the consultant. Yeah, you know, it might be that you, you're not really bothered about them applying for that job. You just want them to register a CV. That that call to action will be different for different people and different times. Yeah, what you could say is that that call to action, sorry, this related content or or similar roles shouldn't interfere with that call to action. So, for example, if you've got an application form beneath the job, put this below the application form so that they get to the call to action. And only when they've perhaps yes. decided that the call to action isn't for them, that's when we want to keep them on the on the page. We, we don't that's want them to go. They've had. They've, we've we've showed them what we want them to do. They're still not going to do it. Let's give them something else or something other than that to keep them interested. I think. Do you know what? I th I think that's really clever. And I think like you could even be quite explicit about it on the page. It'd be like, mm -hmm. here's the job, and then you have a kind of like pre footer. I'll call it yeah. that says something yeah. like, is this rule not for you? Here are some next steps. And it could be related jobs, try another search, blah, 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 whatever, whatever you decide is the best kind of flow. Yeah. The other thing that potentially do, and this is potentially like for the related content, I think this would be interesting. Sometimes if you if you apply for a job on a website, it takes you to a kind of like success screen, like thank yeah, you yeah. for your application. That's another opportunity, isn't it? To then promote content that might be useful going forward so thank you for Definitely. applying for that job here's our guide on you know interview tips and or, or you know something like yeah, that so and there's that, other opportunities as well and again there's opportunities to, that could be related to the job they've applied for as well there's ways of doing that you know knowing which yeah. job they've applied for and presenting specific content that are specific to to that job so yeah interesting. yeah, yeah something yeah. to look at something to think about and consider yeah um so last yeah, one carrying Carrying on, yeah. Um, the last one we had was like an easy way to ask questions. And I guess this is, again, just you know, thinking about this from the candidate's point of view. They're on this page. They're trying to work out whether this is a good rule for them or not. You've provided them with the information that you think they need. But, you know, you've only got a certain number of words realistically and a certain number of data points to try to like get across what's actually a very complex situation, a job, a career, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot going on and um, 
uh, understandably candidates are going to like have questions that you haven't answered. And, and we don't see very often an easy way to ask those questions. Um, no. And that could be linked to the consultant that we said before, ask a question button that, that emails the consultant. Uh, it, it could, it could yeah. be a live, a live chat. Yeah. There's another option, you know. There's there's obviously issues around real people behind live chats, um, but that doesn't mean to say a more what's the word like a robot answer would would not actually work for common questions, mm. um, yeah. that sort of thing. But just making it explicit and the obvious that look, if you've got a question, we want you to ask it because we want to answer it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely put a mechanism for that on the page. Um, it, you know, it might be that if you've got a question, don't worry, fill in the application form, ask your question in the application message. Mm. That's what we want you to do. And there might be something specific that says that in the application form. That's another option. Um, but allowing the master to ask questions just seems absolutely obvious to me. How many times have you read a job description and thought, oh, I've got no questions. I just want to apply. There's always questions, well, you know. Yeah. And, and it's another very, very easy way to capture some yeah. data from a candidate like to make that connection to get that email address and that is essentially like the whole point isn't it yep. uh, for Definitely. a recruitment agency um, so I think I mean, as many thing... ways that you can think of to kind of get people to get in touch is, is, is good exactly and if you're encouraging people to ask questions then I think you mentioned it before when you're when you're outlining, you know, you're filling in this job page, you, you're writing the job description and the job advert and all the content that we've just been talking about around it, you want to be thinking about, you know, what information is my candidate going to want to know? And if you're allowing them to ask questions, you'll be able to actually build up a, a picture of what we're not providing because yes. they're asking, you might find, for example, everybody asks the same question about a job, in which mm -hmm. case you can actually include that in the job. Um, so it allows you to build up a picture of what, what your candidates are sort of thinking if they can ask questions about it. You could build yep. the answers in an FAQ section, for example, whether that's generic FAQs that you could link to on a job page or whether it's specific mm -hmm. to a specific role, all sorts of opportunities there, um, again, to either to either answer those questions that candidates have or, or allow them to ask them. But certainly, why not get them to ask them? Even if it's a phone number, you know, phone this number if you've got any questions. Yeah, it seems it seems it seems an obvious touch to me to to put on there as a as a uh, a call to action that isn't probably a main one, but certainly should be something that you should allow them to do for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love it. So five five points there. Like we said, there's there's seventeen of them in the in the blog post. So go and go and check out the blog post. Um, I did have another little bonus, and it's actually it's highly related to what we've been what we've been talking about, and it's another another way to capture a candidate who might not have found a job, because I think that's like critical. You you spend money and time on this candidate attraction part of the puzzle. You've got them to the website, like that's pure gold right there. They're on the website looking at one of your jobs. That's hard enough. Like, do not let them escape that website without. You're yeah. getting in touch with you. I think one of the ways to do that is like, and especially on a job page, it's like, okay, so this, like, job, is this job not right for you? Here are your options. And we've discussed a few, but one of them should be upload your CV. Hmm. You know, just like a little button, you, they can upload their CV without applying for a specific job. It sounds obvious, but like, 
just to make it obvious in that flow. Like you might already have a button for that in the header of the site, but why not put it right where the candidate needs it in that moment? You know, yeah. just, just underneath the apply now button, you know, you've yeah. got their attention, they're there, they've decided not to apply for whatever reason, but here, here's the next step. So I think, I think that section of the page could be really, really powerful if used well. Yeah, definitely. Like what to do next section when you've yeah. read the description. So yeah, I think that's a really sensible idea. Putting it in front of them is great. Yeah. Um, right. I think we're going to wrap things up. We've done, wow, we've done yeah. half an hour. It's amazing. I know. Um, yeah. I hope you found those tips useful. Um, something perhaps you could introduce into your website. Some of them you might need to speak to your developers or website, you know, um, people look after your website. Some of them I'm sure you could do yourselves in content of the posts and things like that of your jobs. Yeah. So that's something to look at. Again, just to, if you haven't considered subscribing, please think about doing that. And if you like the video, uh, do that as well, or the podcast, depending on where, how you're listening yeah. to this. Um, one last little plug. Um, we are going to be starting a recruitment websites mastery newsletter. So if you would like to get top tips, such as the stuff you've been listening to in this podcast, this show, then please consider subscribing to that. You will find it at highrise.digital slash newsletter pop a few details in and it will uh, arrive in your inbox uh, when we do the first one. It's going to be, to start with, a fortnightly newsletter. So you'll uh, hopefully not yeah. be bombarded too much. But anyway, thanks for listening um, and we will see you next week. Bye for now.